This week at AveMariaRadio.net's Poll of the Week, we want to know, do you think it's ethical for journalists to use cell phone data in investigative reporting? Fill out our poll now at AveMariaRadio.net, scroll down on the homepage and click on Poll of the Week. This is Cresta in the afternoon on Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio. I am Jerry Usher in for Al Cresta today. And it is going to be a true delight to have our final guest of the afternoon join me, Dominic Dawes. Dominique is a three-time Olympian, a gold medalist, and the head of the Dominique Dawes Gymnastics Academy, where you will find them at DominiqueDawesGymnasticsAcademy.com. And you can follow her on Twitter, at Dominique Dawes. Dominique, welcome to our broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I, I have to just say, first of all, I'm a little... A little starstruck because I've followed. I'm I'm a sports fan from you know I'm 60 years old. Been watching the Olympics for decades, and I just want to say you know you have been just such an inspiration and all of the other women. So congratulations on your your success in the Olympics and the gold medal and the three time Olympian and all of that. Oh, well, thank you so much. That means a lot. Yeah, and we want to talk about that and, and your, your conversion to Catholicism as well. We can get into all of that. Just real briefly, if you don't mind my asking, um, your thoughts. I know you're, you're thinking about and praying for Simone Biles, who has withdrawn from the Olympic women's gymnastics team final. I'm sure your heart definitely goes out to her right now. Yes, right away when I woke up this morning, I was not watching the competition, but I received a text message uh, from someone letting me know that Simone Biles would not be competing in the team competition. And my immediate thought went to a very bad injury. The skills that she performs are unreal and they're extremely difficult. And just a slight uh, movement off can lead to a very bad injury. And when I heard it was a mental health issue, possibly, um, believe it or not, I was a little relieved that she was mm-hmm. not physically injured and that it was a decision she made that was based upon her trusting herself and making the best decision for her at that time. But my heart does break for her because as she set her sights on her second Olympics and she committed for a whole another year during this year-long postponement of the Tokyo Olympics, this is not what she had planned for her Olympic possible finale. Right. Well, thank you for, for coming on that, and, and we'll all be certainly praying for her and, and her future. Um, we want to talk uh, certainly about your conversion to Catholicism and your faith life. Take us back to when you were a child and just talk about how faith just kind of helped guide you as you were growing up. Well, when I was a young child, I grew up in the Silver Spring, Tacoma Park area, and we used to go to Tacoma Park Baptist Church, which was walking distance from our home in that area. And my mom actually used to teach Sunday school. I don't remember so much, but I do know that my mom used to teach Sunday school. And that was a part of our routine as a family where we would go on Sundays. Then when my gymnastics career started taking off and I would compete on the weekends and then even moved in with my coach, I will say my faith of going into the house of the Lord was dormant for a while. However, I always felt as if he was near and close. And when I became a little older, I gravitated towards a more interdenominational faith. Um, Not sure why, but that was what I was led to. For some reason, it didn't fulfill me. And I then felt led into a Catholic church in the Rockville, Maryland area called St. Patrick's. And I started spending 
numerous uh, months sitting in that church, not even there for Mass. I just love the fact that the church doors were always open, and that when I would go in, I felt a true connection to the, to our Lord, and I loved the peace, the silence, and I loved the um, the affirmation of Mother Mary, seeing her present and having a mother figure like that to lean on, to comfort, and talk to was important to me, because I did not have that um, so much so as a child, no fault of my own mom's, but my mom's fault, but um, it was not her fault, but uh, I didn't have that. And so I gravitated to Mother Mary. Um, soon thereafter, I then, years down the road, I actually converted um, into the faith. And I think I was led by my grandmother, who was Catholic. Um, she's no longer with us, but she, I do feel as if she called me to the Catholic Church, and uh, the rest is kind of history. Yeah, I want to get into several of the points that you just mentioned, and and you actually say that all during your training and growth as a world-class gymnast, you still felt like something was missing, that you were on a quest to find that wholeness. Talk about where you were at that time in your life. Yeah, definitely throughout my 18 years of training in the sport of gymnastics, the commitment, the sacrifice, the physical, emotional, uh, the mental grind really takes a toll on these young athletes, and it definitely took a toll on me. And even if I was on top of a podium, either a local competition or even the Olympic competition, I never felt whole. I never felt complete. It definitely didn't equate to happiness. And I always felt like there was a void that needed to be filled. And that void became filled um, when I converted to Catholicism, mainly because of knowing that I am able to be fed daily. You know, he is there in the house and that um, I can accept the Eucharist. And also I love the connection uh, with Mother Mary as well. It took, it it was tough during my training days um, because there wasn't much time uh, for much else, you know, with regards to my relationship with Christ, but I did lean on him. Um, I would talk to him. I was in prayer. I was definitely in the word, um, but I was unable to really go into the house of the Lord when I was much younger. Cresta in the afternoon, our guest Dominique Dawes, a three-time Olympian, a gold medalist, and now she's the head of the Dominique Dawes Gymnastics Academy. Um, there was an experience you had at your first Olympic Games in Atlanta in 1996 that seems to have been a seminal moment in the development of your faith in Christ where one of your uh, fellow uh, women's gymnastics team members, uh, you were you were struggling a little bit with feeling the weight of, of, of the moment, I guess you could say, and, and she came up and kind of calmed you by actually encouraging you to pray with her is that is that did that unfold out correctly that way it definitely did leading leading up to the 1996 olympics i was one of the top competitors on that team and for us to make history and win a gold medal i knew i had to be on my a game however uh the pressure of the 50,000 people in the georgia dome the media just knowing that billions of people were watching worldwide um really you know got the best of me emotionally and i ended up having an emotional breakdown beyond the curtains prior to marching out into the Georgia Dome for our first day of competition. And soon after that, I remember kneeling down and alongside me was my team captain, Amanda Borden, and she prayed with me. And it was such a beautiful thing because it was such a reminder that I'm not doing this alone. Not only do I have six other amazing teammates, but I also have the love of Christ and he's gotten me this far and he won't let me down. And not letting me down does not mean that I had to be on top of that podium, but I wasn't doing it alone. And I think I was relying too much on myself and it was helpful for me to, um, you know, give reverence to him and recognize that, you know, he's blessed me with these abilities, with these talents, with a little bit of luck on my side, with this timing um, and that it wasn't just me because that was a heavy weight. 
Yeah, well, I, I can only imagine uh, some of the pressures that you and other elite athletes uh, experience like that. And, and of course, at those 96 games, you were part of the team that won the first ever gold medal for the United States in team competition. How, how exhilarating was that? You went from this trying moment at the beginning to being triumphant at the end. How, talk about the exhilaration of that. Oh, the 1996, you know, moment making history, there was a great deal of fanfare and, you know, excitement. And we accomplished what we had set out to do, which was in some ways very fulfilling as an athlete that you got the job done, at least for your team. And it was, uh, it was a whirlwind um, experience from after that performance. We, you know, went on tour for two years uh, with each other and were able to celebrate uh, that amazing success and that history-making moment, um, traveling across the United States off and on for two years with my teammates, which was a moment that I will never forget, but I would never want to do it again because that's so not my personality, uh, which is much more private and introverted. And this one was in front of crowds, you know, a few nights out of the week, and it felt like we were even rock stars. And I knew after that I never want to be a rock star. <laughs> Right, right. Well, you also, you mentioned a few moments ago how you felt called to just go into that Catholic church, I believe you said St. Patrick's, and just take in what you refer to as the the sense of peace and silence. You know, there was, it, it's really a beautiful thing to see, you know, how your 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 sense of being drawn to the Catholic church was, was gradual, I assume, but also just happened in little, little pieces along the way, how God was putting that all together for you. Yeah, I think I was yearning for silence. I was yearning for peace. I was yearning to hear his voice. I had been in the sport of gymnastics from age six to nearly 24 years old, and there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot of control. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of intimidation. Um, I lived with anxiety my whole childhood and, and very much into a lot of my adulthood and still even struggle with it today, very much because of what the culture was in the sport of gymnastics when I did it leading up to three different Olympic games. And so when I was in the house of the Lord, I was like, wow, this is wonderful. It's not about me. No one's watching me. He's not judging me. Um, I'm not needing to be led by, you know, outside forces other than his. And it was just nice to just be um, in peace and just to be with myself and to connect with, with the Lord. And so uh, that's what I loved about the Catholic faith in the Catholic Church. Like, it's, I mean, except during COVID, usually the doors are always open. You have an opportunity mm-hmm. to go to Mass every single day to get your daily bread, um, to connect with Him, be fulfilled by Him, to recognize it's not about you, and it's not you doing going through life alone, and to recognize that it's up to us to go to Him and give Him all of our worries, all of our anxieties, all of our fears, and He will take those on for us. And that's why when I look at you know, the crucifix in the Catholic Church, it is a reminder that he suffered for us to give him our sins. And I never saw that in an interdenominational church, and I did not see that in my Baptist upbringing either. And I love that again about the Catholic faith. Like, suffering is, is truly a part of life. Yeah, absolutely. Dominic Dawes is our guest, a three-time Olympian gold medalist, and um, we've got about two minutes left. Dominique, I wish we had more time, but I'm, I'm one, of the, one of the things I love to, to be a part of is the Easter vigil at, uh, at, at the Mass mm-hmm. there when, when converts come into the Church and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, people receive the sacraments. Uh, you entered the Catholic Church in 2013. I'm sure you can still recall the joy of that moment. Yes, it was a joy of the, the moment because... 
I felt as if I was connecting with my grandmother who passed away in 1991 in a horrific car accident. And she was not a great deal a part of my childhood because of the abusive environment that she had to endure with my grandfather. And so she was not very much around uh, for us grandkids physically, but I feel as if spiritually she did connect with us. And then when she passed, Again, like I mentioned, I truly believe that she called me into the Catholic Church, and her name was Catherine Lillian, which at the time was named, I believe, after the blessed woman, St. Kateri now Tekawitha, who is the Lily of the Mohawks. And so when I came into the Catholic Church, the saint that I chose was St. Kateri, um, in honor of my grandmother. And my first child, uh, my oldest daughter, who's now seven years old, her name is Kateri, very much after um, my grandmother, and we are a part of the P- Piscataway Kanoi Native American tribe, and I love that I'm able to connect with those roots that I was not privy to as a young child and even feel this special bond and connection with my grandmother in the Catholic Church. And so when I came into the church, it was such a, a warm feeling for me, and it definitely filled a void that I had had in my whole childhood and even for much of my adulthood. Dominique, I got to put the pressure on you here. You got about 20 seconds. What advice would you give to young aspiring athletes just about the dedication and sacrifices that go into attaining the level of greatness that you did? I do try to instill in young people at my gym at the Dominique Dawes Gymnastics Academy that they are more than enough. It's not about getting on top of the podium in sports. It's about being happy and whole and healthy in life. And I'm trying to make sure parents recognize that your children only have one childhood make it a healthy and a fruitful one. Don't focus on going for the gold. Focus on helping them love who they are and to love Christ. Beautiful. Dominique, thank you so much. You'll find her uh, gymnastics academy at DominiqueDawesGymnasticsAcademy.com. Thanks for making time for us today. We appreciate it, and congratulations on coming into the church and, and your Olympic success. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, God bless. Wow. It's a great way to put a bow and ribbon on top of this broadcast. We've got a closing couple of comments for you coming up next here on Cresta in the Afternoon. Stick around. Mm-hmm.